This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car? while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Hey, this is Jay Gibbons. You're listening to Section 336, Baltimore's Best Sports Talk. Cue. I know, I know, Mike. I was retweeting your section. I, I thought, I thought you might have been watching the Facebook feed, trying and then delayed 10, 15 seconds. No, you tweeted out section three six show. What do we do now? And I retweeted it. And then I was gonna go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section three three six, next generation of Baltimore sports stuff. As always, I'm joined by a guy who turned down an offer to be the new Baltimore City Police Commissioner. To come keep on doing this podcast with us, I'm joined by the zany Burt Rohde. I'm here, and I'm here with my boxing gloves on. Uh-oh. And we're also joined by the button lover, who also, I think, would call himself the leader of the Section 336 podcast, Josh Stroka. The leader? <laughs> no. You're talking about, uh, what, do you listen yeah, to yeah, me on stand? Yeah, I listen. I get on the bat around on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, he went on the bat around. And they say, are you the leader? Yeah, and I said, "Well, I don't think Did you Matt deny it." I said, "Did you deny it?" I said, <laughs> "I said, Matt would not appreciate that." Matt calls himself the leader, but I do all the work. <laughs> I believe that's how I, I phrased it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call my, myself the leader because uh, that implies like the leader of the whole podcast. No. All right, 
Um, I am the host, and you guys are my two co-hosts. All right, the minions. All right, then, Mr. Host. Yeah. Will you work on a third intro for us? Because I've already had to get rid of our intro because of Buck Showalter comments. Mm. Now this one has Joe Flacco comments Mm. in it. Mm. Well, not so fast there, muchacho. All right, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. This is is a a rough, a sad, an angry, a frustrated day in Baltimore. Um, And hopefully some of that will come across in this podcast. Uh, but we'll do it in an, an, an entertaining way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know we have in the studio we have some, some some disagreements. I know I have some issues with how this is this the whole thing has kind of gone down and been talked about. But of course, the big news is yesterday uh, by six points by the skin of their teeth, the Chargers sneak out of victory. Why are you laughing? It's not. It was. It was <laughs> six skin. points. The twenty three seventeen was the final score. Was it not? Yes. Wow. Yeah, thanks to garbage time. Bert, Bert didn't know because he left when when it was only three points on the board. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get to fans leaving, and we'll talk about fans booing. We'll talk about Lamar versus Joe. We'll talk mm-hmm. about play calling. We'll get down, and we'll talk about. We're gonna all talk this about stuff. some QBR. Yeah, we're gonna. This is primarily an Orioles podcast, but today we're kind of going to focus on the Ravens, the playoff game, where we kind of go from here. Because let's face it, boys and girls, there's a. A lot to unpack here. All right. Mm-hmm. About ways, where the Ravens go or where our podcast goes now that the Ravens are out of it and the Orioles <laughs> haven't. No, because I've been storing up things to talk about with the Orioles. I know. Um, we'll have plenty. There is a story brewing in Birdland where there's Mike Elias has fired everybody, but he's only hired back two guys. So I think there's something there. No. But we'll, we'll save that for another time. Well, he he announced it. He said, "I'm doing everything." Yeah, that's yeah, that's why. Yeah, um, there's no. I, it's not something brewing. He announced it to the press. Well, what's interesting about that, and you're going to turn this into orders, but we're going to get back to the Ravens. But what's interesting about that, from my perspective, is you got a bunch of guys who there's no one in the organization who has ever run right. it before. Right. Their manager has never done it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Elias has never run yep. things, and yet these are the and they're all young guys, yep. right, in their 30s and 40s. Yet these are the guys that are in charge of every decision. And it just yeah. seems like uh, it's I'm, gutsy on their part. I'm just excited for FanFest where Michael Elias is hosting every everything yeah, on the stage. Be every booth? It's going to be him doing everything. Yeah. And in fact, will can, be, can will he, he pitch? be interviewing himself? Right. Can he pitch? We have some questions for he Michael Elias here. Because he's, he's, he's got his thumb on everything that gives you pause. Like No, it's not his thumb. He said, I'm not hiring more people. Oh. I'm going to do all the work. Yeah. I'm not hiring a head of scouting oh, okay. or whatever. Yeah, he is the head of scouting. He is he the head is of scouting. He is the farm director. Like, right. he, he is all these things. He he's going to stretch himself too thin? No, no other organization does this. Might, be a, con- might and, be a control problem, but I don't know yet. Guy. Yeah. If <laughs> I, it works, it's all on him. If it fails, it's all on him. It's kind of like Lamar. I, I would say if whether it works or fails, what do you have to lose? We're coming off the worst season in baseball history. I, well, well, I, well, I, it I can't get any worse. Yeah, yeah. Why not try something different? And it's late in the game, so it's not like there's a bunch of great baseball minds waiting. Right. Like, Let next year it. might be right. different. Ned, Let him give Ned a Yost shot. Ned isn't available. Yeah. Yeah, if he's that brilliant, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a baseball mind. Anyway. Yeah. All right, but let, let's talk Ravens. But today's going to be Ravens. Because if we talk Orioles, we're going to get happy and optimistic because it's a new season. Of course. Hope so, let's, so let's get so negative. Let's, talk let's fight. Because we should be pissed off after what we took place yesterday. If you're not pissed off, I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say pissed on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if Tony Romo can say it, you can say it. Tony Romo <laughs> said it. I yeah, love Tony yeah. Romo. All right. Um, where where do we want to start here, boys? I So... Up until, so it was it was a rough game. I think we all agree the defense played really well. Let's start there. Sure, defense played really well. Yeah, they played great. Um, in the first half, they held them to nothing but field goal. Yep. I thought, by, by the way, getting into the nitty gritty of the game here, I thought that Melvin Gordon touchdown that they called back and said he was really on the one yard. You line, thought it was, should have been a fumble. fumble. I thought it should be a fumble. It looked like so the ball. It looked like it from the there, ball was moving where I was a little bit. So it's yeah, and well. Yeah, and you do that, and suddenly the defense does win you that game. Yeah, and um, Mar- Marlon Humphrey's really fast, too, right on the sidelines. Impressive Marlon Humphrey's speed getting around that, that yeah. corner. Um, it was impressive that they picked up right where they left off the last time they played San Diego on the defense. Uh, yeah. Phillip Rivers is a good quarterback. He's been struggling the last few weeks, but to to they were on our side of the field for almost the entire first half. They were, they were getting great field right. position. We kept giving them the ball back with fumbles and whatnot. Uh, and the defense held them. Yeah, like you said, and the field even, goals every time in that first half. Even in the second half, our defense was obviously worn out and mm-hmm. was still pounding on them. By the way, if you want to talk about worn out, 
This is this was my complaint from the first half. I was at the game. I was there with my brother, and what, the, the we were we were loud. You know, the def- when you're when you're the home team, you got to be loud for the defense and quiet right. for the offense, right? The defense was on the field way too long. They did their job, but as a fan, I was getting tired of standing and screaming. Like when you say the defense needed a break, the fans in the stadium needed a break. We were doing, we were working well, way too hard. Oh, well, you got, you got a break. You got a break as you that third and fourth quarter. Well, <laughs> you started to get a break as uh, people started. Reality started to hit. It, oh yeah, Jason. All right, let, let's. The, the um, crowd definitely seemed on television at least to get quieter. How loud was the crowd, especially in that early part where there was excitement? Oh, it was super loud in the beginning, definitely. Uh, I'm sure it came across on TV, but we were screaming our faces off. You had no choice to because the, the Chargers were driving on our side of the field the entire first half, and we're screaming our heads off on third down, and they get right. a stop, and they have no choice but to kick a field goal. And that seemed but They to, kicked, what, four unanswered field goals? Right, and it did seem to get into Rivers' bother Rivers. He sure. was having trouble communicating with the noise. He's yeah. a hothead. I don't know if Rivers is hurt or something, but he has... He's I emotional. Thought, I thought he was going to be a lot better both in the game three weeks ago and in this game. Uh, Philip Rivers, for being one of the well, best they, quarterbacks, it was not impressive. They definitely came into this game plan of Rivers isn't going to throw the ball much. Yeah, and when he does throw, it's going to be little five yards passes. Right, and, right. Yeah. But he, here's the breakdown. Let's do it this way. Here's a breakdown of the Break opening down. drives. The first drive in the first quarter, the Ravens had six plays for 21 yards. Little did we know at the time, that six plays for 21 yards was going to be the most impressive drive <laughs> until seven minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, 21 yep. yards. Um, uh, the, the next drive, and then the next drive, negative 14 yards, and then the, the fumble. Yeah. Yep. The not Lamar Jackson fumble, by the way. The, the um, Was it Edwards? No, it was Dixon. Uh, Dixon. Yes. Next possession, 13 yards, six plays. Next possession, eight yards. Three plays, next possession, four yard, four plays, twenty-one yards again, but ends in an interception. That's the one off Chris Moore's hands. Right. Next possession, three plays, six yards. Are you guys hearing this? This is unbelievable. Yeah. So far, the most impressive drive was six plays and twenty-one yards. That's and then it's the end of the half. Next half, three plays, negative ten yards. Next possession. Right. Four, and this uh, this was after the fumble that that uh, Mosley Mo, got. Um, four plays, six yards. We kick a field goal. Next possession, four plays, eighteen yards. Uh, that's when he missed the field goal. Fourth and two, they elect to kick a field goal, and not go for it. Uh, at that point, we were down. Um, I think the score was um, what was it? Uh, Twelve to three at that point, or doesn't matter. Whatever we we missed the field goal. I'll, I'll pull up my notes. I have it here. Yeah, it was um, it was twelve to three because it would have brought it back into a one possession game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was twelve to three. Uh, next possession, three yards, negative nine yards. I mean, three plays, negative nine yards. Um, and then that brings us to when we actually had a couple good drives. But that's un- that's unbelievable. Every time the most plays we had six and yards. That, I mean, six plays. The most yards we had was twenty one yards in a drive. And that <laughs> until missed, the fourth middle right. of the fourth quarter. That's mind boggling. And that that. Uh, that missed field goal. That was a fourth and one, and like one, two, fourth, fourth and, and two. So it was a, it was short. Uh, had the opportunity to go for it, but you wanted to get the points at that point. Yeah, and my thinking was at that point. I first of all, I didn't know if we could get two two yards. I think it was a good call because I don't know if we can get two 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 yards the way our offense was playing. Agreed. Every yard was right. tough. Um, and secondly, at that point, it would have turned into a one possession game. And yes. at that point, the even defense you, can get it. Even if you did a touchdown, it would still be a one possession yeah. game. So. I, I like the thinking there, actually, to kick a field goal. And you have Justin Tucker, so you think it's automatic. 50-yarder at home, he should have made right. it. Right. Yeah. Um, sorry, that's enough small talk. With that context, the discussion turned into in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, even into it the was, fourth. It was going into, going into halftime. Going into halftime. Halftime, the discussion, not only like among Raven fans, but on the national media. At the, at the halftime show on NBC. It was NBC, right, that had the game? Yeah. Or CB- no, CBS. No, CBS. CBS. So even the CBS halftime game talk was Flacco. And after the game, John Harbaugh said he thought about it, right? Right. He, well, yeah. You think about a lot. You Right. No, not just think about it. They discussed it. Like they he discussed and the coaching staff well, talked and, about and it. And they like, even mentioned on TV at one point that, that Harbaugh went over and talked to Flacco. Yes. 
Um, so it was a very real possibility. And Flacco had on his helmet. He was standing on the sideline. Yeah, and so we were speculating what would, would they bring him in. And like it wasn't just that the Ravens' offense bad; it was historically bad. Going into the fourth quarter, Lamar had a QB rating of zero. Yeah, and and that's like and yeah, like anyone watching would say yeah, he, right. he didn't do anything, right. nothing for three quarters. It was embarrassing. Um, with, with that said, the debate turned into do you bring in Flacco or not? Josh, at uh, Josh, full disclosure, at halftime. I, I, at halftime, I made up my mind. He put on his Flacco jersey. I think yeah. Josh had, for the past seven games where Lamar <laughs> That's not true. winning, he's always had the Flacco jersey <laughs> That's not in true. his back pocket, <laughs> waiting for the first excuse to put it on. Maybe, maybe the past two weeks. So yes. I feel the like Browns game and this game, I did have that ready to go. One reason I, I love this game is because it kind of was like the whole season in a nutshell. It, it was so much the whole last six weeks. It rekindled this whole quarterback controversy. It was the defense was good. The offense couldn't. Right. Um, keep up. Um, so I just thought it was fantastic. I mean, and so how is, fitting was it for the game to then end on another Lamar fumble? Yeah. It just, it, it, it totally represented the season. Yep. Um, Bert. Yeah. At that point, was there any point when you were like, okay, Lamar's not getting it done. Let's bring it. Let's bring in Joe Flacco. Um, man, that's a loaded question. Cause I, <laughs> I, I at the time, if I'm being honest, yes, at the stadium, our seats were on the lower level behind the Chargers uh, bench, so we could see directly across to the Ravens sideline. Right. And my brother even said to me one point, sitting next to me, Joe Flacco and him were making direct eye contact <laughs> from across the field, right at each other. They were lined up right. perfectly. And at one point, the ball was on like the 41 yard line, so we could see right in between the linemen, right down the middle where the ball position, and straight on the other side was Joe Flacco's face looking right into my brother's eyes. Uh, Dreamy. We were like, I don't know, do you put Flacco in? Uh, or do you make it I, 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 I was thinking that, but at the same time, part of me was thinking, that, what is he going to do? A, I, but John Harbaugh's thinking about going with Flacco. How about you think about making some adjustments because the defense knows everything that's happening right. and they can't do anything about it. And that was my that was my argument for Joe Flacco's for not going to fix it. Joe Flacco is it's not about Joe Flacco. It's about making an adjustment. And when Lamar's doing zero, you put in Joe Flacco, and just because Joe Flacco's now on the field instead of Lamar, that adjustment makes the defense say, "All right, maybe we're not rushing every time. We've got a guy with a big arm." Yeah, maybe. So I think just putting Joe in the field. I know Who the hasn't argument played for six weeks or however right, long it's been. But I know the argument of the offensive line was horrible yesterday, and they were. They were letting everything through, or or at least the Chargers knew what was coming and knew how to hit them every time. So I get all that, Where, but it seems like when you've got a QB rating of zero, putting in, even if it was RG3, putting in anyone there to try to mix things up seems like the right move to me. Yeah, uh, but you also got a quarterback who took you from below 500 to the playoffs, Uh and you're going to put in a quarterback who hasn't taken you to a playoff game in four years. Right, but that's but just if you're making that argument, judge, he also won a Super Bowl, was the Super yeah, Bowl MVP. six years ago. Six and, years ago, he's been garbage since And I then. would argue that the defense took you uh, to, maybe, to the playoffs. Maybe they did. But uh, but Lamar Jackson's getting the credit for it, for turning this team around. The defense is playing better, maybe because they want to play for Lamar, maybe because the kids just turned 22 yesterday. The the I I don't think putting Flacco in would have changed. We would not have won the game just because Flacco came in there. Bert, what are your thoughts on – Josh tweeted out that seeing uh, Joe Flacco on the bench not coming in for Lamar Jackson, he said, quote, this reminds me of <laughs> – this yeah. reminds me of Buck not using yeah. Britain. Yeah, you know why? I saw that tweet. You want me to explain that tweet? Palm face. I, I, it goes without explaining. I know oh. what he meant. Well, <laughs> I, I know what you meant, it's Josh. Not, it's, it's not the same thing as, as – as the baseball, but it is the same you, you thing. Saw, you as, saw some hate for that. He saw some hate for that tweet. Oh yeah, I don't care. I also <laughs> got a lot of love. <laughs> he got he got love from a guy with two followers, including Dan Clark Sports no. is one of them. Wait, oh then never mind. I take it all back. No. Man, I can't wait for Dan Clark to be. I wrong saw in one the next couple weeks. I saw one tweet of support that says I got to agree with Josh on this, and I looked at the guy's profile and he's got two followers. All right, I, gotta, he, he got, I gotta he block got him. I got favorites. I got. Yeah. I, my, I think it's a funny joke, but it's, an, it's, it's a completely inaccurate comparison. It's it, The only way it's accurate is You that, should have not do the face palm at the end. You should have done crying tears emoji at the right, end. Sure. Right, sure. <laughs> All right, that's a little better. Yeah. Uh, the way it's accurate is you've got, a, you've got a guy who's clearly struggling, a guy on your bench 
who should be better, the fans, the announcers, everyone's expecting you to go to the better guy, and you ref- and you don't. That's that's how it's similar. Yeah, can, can I say that you had a guy the, the, with a better the, arm, the better guy from it. four plus years ago, who and, hasn't start hasn't thrown a pass in six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. Yeah, Josh, do you think if they would have brought in Joe Flacco, the Ravens would have won? I doubt it. You think I don't they would have had a better chance? Yeah. I think, in, you know what, actually in retrospect, I was with Josh actually at the time. You're for thinking. For reasons, I would have brought in Joe Flacco. You're thinking if they, well, it depends when they brought in Joe Flacco. If you waited till the fourth quarter, then no, because Lamar did all that with garbage time with the Chargers in a prevent offense. If you put Joe in against defense, that prevent yeah. defense, then there, it doesn't work the same because Joe's going to be trying to throw into that. Yeah. The reason that Lamar got all that movement in the end is because he was throwing under that prevent. Yeah, at the time I was with Josh, and I would say bringing Joe, but and and you know hindsight's always twenty twenty. If Buck could go back, Buck would have brought in Britain, right. even if he doesn't come out and admit it. Um, but in the end, if you kind of lo- looking at the game at the end, I actually think John Harbaugh did the right thing by keeping Lamar Jackson in. Uh, and I think hindsight's twenty twenty, but hindsight, uh, John Harbaugh is right. And the reason I say that is, if you go back to the third quarter, you pull him middle third quarter, he's got a QB rating of zero. Yeah, people are questioning. Not just saying he had a bad game. People are questioning his very ability to be a quarterback right. in the NFL. The fourth quarter crap. But the has fourth quarter showed. Him right next okay, year. wait a minute. That's he can throw. Yeah. And this is what I think is about, it's so unfair about this whole discussion because I see both sides of it. But what's so unfair is that he's 21 years old, and when any a 21 years old rookie quarterback who has a bad game in a playoff game, I feel like if it was anybody else, they would say you know nerves, bad right. game plan, just had a bad game. But with Lamar, it's all of a sudden we jump to, oh, he's not an NFL quarterback. He can't throw well enough. He's not this. He's not that. He's... For anyone else, it would have been, well, it would have been just you know a bad game. But yeah. for Lamar, it's people go in and, and immediately question his very ability to be quarterback. And I think that's unfair based on what he did this season. But I think, I think the reason people go to those questions is based on what we've seen leading up to it with his struggles with the, with ball control, struggles to p- pass outside the numbers. Uh, but I don't have an issue. I think all that can be coached up. I just thought it was early to go to him this season. I think he. I think he'll be fine. Uh, I think it's more. I was more irritated with the coaching staff on Sunday than Lamar. I see, I, and that and that bothers me too, Josh. And I'm just looking up Russell Street Report because I couldn't disagree with you more. I'm looking up Russell Street Report. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at their articles. Yeah, I don't. Oh, uh, what one article says. Um, Poor game plan proves costly. Like you and Tony Lombardi are simpatico. You guys no, like <laughs> that's never another, the case. another article title. It's always been that way. In that, in that case, I was perfectly fine with the game plan. Another article title is called "Shorthanded." This is your boy Ken McCusick, who you're also simpatico with. Shorthanded defense holds up their end. Another article. Wait, but that's a. Well, there's nothing wrong with that comment. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, none of the articles, none of them, even the report card says the two biggest problems were the game plan and bad offensive line. None of them. Say, Lamar Jackson, you were bad. Right. Like the, the, That's true. It's like everyone's afraid to say. But but you know what? The same you, way, I, Lamar, just let me finish this. Lamar lovers are so quick to say, hey, listen, we, we're at the playoffs because Lamar Jackson. Right? Yes. We went 6-1 and one and we're there because Lamar Jackson. That's what I would say. Not because coaching, not because offensive line, but because Lamar, of Lamar Jackson. Yes. Then all of a sudden we get in the playoffs. And we lose, and Lamar Jackson's terrible. Yet people want to say, "Oh, it's the game plan. Yeah. Oh, it's the lack of adjustments." Right. Oh, I want to say, I want to say that too. H- how about it's just Lamar was bad. He was really good, and he got us in the playoffs. But in the playoff game where it mattered the most, he was really bad. What's wrong with saying that? Right. I can say that. Yeah, and, and it's you're, true. You're right. The offensive the offensive line was embarrassing. I'd suggest, I'd I'd recommend don't say that on Twitter, Bert. You'll just get a whole bunch of hate. Oh, I wouldn't. It, it's, it's like talking that's, that's politics. Your, that's your, that's but, your play. But, but this is why I avoid Twitter, because it's, it's more nuanced than It's that, extremes, right? yeah. Like, Lamar was bad, but offensive, uh, they, the they game plan was all bad, too. Right, and they can all be true. Yeah, like, because this was the same game plan that they ran before, so... It's the same It's the same issue I have with... And, and you could argue it's Lamar's fault that the game plan is bad, because Lamar doesn't have the ability to make these adjustments. Right, and it's the same issue I have with the Flacco-Lamar issue, is it's the extremes, like, you can't admit that they're both good you have to like they're they've it's turned into this whole you have to choose one or the other yeah, you, have to blame you have to love one and hate the other yeah but but it's it's uh joe like yeah. um despite the game plan like lamar missed guys that that that, that he should have hit lamar could have been better could have yeah. had ball control 
he could have made made better, but, better throws. And but I think then, yeah. you give him so much praise, you have to criticize him when he plays poorly. He can take it. Right. If you listen to the post game interview, like Lamar gets it, he can take it. He, yeah. He's twenty one. He's twenty two now. Actually, he's a grown man. He can handle a little crit, 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 criticism. You don't have to walk in eggshells when you talk about Lamar Jackson. No. But the reason people do, and I understand it, the reason no one wants to criticize Lamar Jackson, because if you say one thing bad about Lamar Jackson, people go right to the other extreme and say you're right. He can't be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. There's when, no middle ground. Yeah. Those both things aren't are too extreme. No. He and had when, a bad game, but he can still be a good quarterback. The defense played great. Outside of they that, were great. Lamar played bad. The offensive line played bad. Terrible. Uh, Kenneth, Kenneth Dixon played bad. Justin Tucker had a bad game. The uh, return game was bad. Cock was not great. Cook was Cook. not great. <laughs> Cook was not great. <laughs> That's Cook. not great either. Cook, yeah. He was not great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Every, Ty Montgomery, yeah, wasn't good. Yeah. yeah outside Bowser of the, was missing tackles, your boy. Yeah. Well, Bowser has not been good for a couple of years since he's been a Raven. Uh, but outside of the defense, everyone was bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, Crabtree Crab caught a ball. So he I'm going to say Crabtree Crab 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 good, was good. good, yeah, which is weird. Yeah, uh, Moore was bad. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean uh, yeah, I, and 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 the coaching staff and we we were out coached. Like all the all those things are true, but right, whew, that was really bad. Like that was as bad as you can be. That no. was real bad. Like we all thought it was going to be a close game, and we thought the Ravens would pull it out in our picks. I, but we all thought it was going to be a close game. Not that wasn't a close game. I can. I've left yesterday and feel the same way today. That I'm. I'm okay with how it ended. I'm disappointed, but I still feel like we were playing with house money to even be in the playoffs. Right. Let alone win the AFC North. Let alone get a home playoff game. I. I if if you'd have told me at the beginning of the season, hey, Joe Flacco's going to get hurt halfway through the year. We got to put in the rookie Lamar Jackson. He's going to lead us to a home playoff game. We're not going to win that home playoff game, but we'll get there. I just said, okay, I'd take that. Because we haven't been to the right. playoffs in four years. And yeah. I get all that, except for the comment of, does that house money now mean that you don't have to change anything for next year? Of course you have to change things for next year. We lost. Right, but why would you, you – you got into the playoffs. You're not going to let John Harbaugh and Marty Mordenweg and guys go. You got into the playoffs. I'm not saying to let them go, but Lamar Jackson will be another year older. You have He'll have eight right. games said, under his belt or yeah, whatever. He change. has a playoff experience that a lot of other right. rookie quarterbacks don't have. Okay, so you're so saying, he's going to get better next right, year. Right, so you don't want you don't, you no longer feel the need for the broad change. Just to continue to progress. I think Joe Flacco leaving is enough. Yeah. I, so you think? Yeah, just changing quarterbacks. It's going to be a different team next year. Um, as far as coaching staff goes, yeah, I would like to see new offense coordinator Mar- Marty Mortenweg. Mar- I would like to see him go. But as far as John, John Harbaugh goes, it is amazing to me how extreme this fan base is. From before the Chargers game, when they announced <laughs> they were going to extend them, everybody was like, "Ravens, what are you doing? You guys are idiots. We're not going to make the playoffs." To we beat the Steelers, everyone's like, "Extend John Harbaugh for a hundred years. Right. He's the best coach." There you mean is. we beat the Chargers? Um, no, when we beat the Steelers to to make. Make the playoffs. The Browns. I mean the Browns. Yeah, yeah, okay. the Browns. I just you mean the Steelers I just did, were on the sidelines. The Steelers watching the game and being depressed, so but yeah, when we we beat the Browns to knock out the Steelers and, and make the playoffs. Everyone's like like sign, extend yeah. John Harbaugh for did a thousand we, years. Now that we lose the Chargers, everyone's saying, Ah, I don't know if I like John Harbaugh anymore. Like either he's a good coach or not. I think he is a good right. coach. Um we were totally miscoached as far as the Chargers after a rematch two weeks ago. The Chargers made their adjustments. Yep, we didn't. It worked. We didn't. The Chargers were determined to figure out the Lamar Jackson offense. And when you have an offense that doesn't do a whole lot of – like it's simplified. I'm sure it took them a little bit, but they figured it out when they, got, they had that determination. Are, are you guys okay? Bert, you were there. What are your thoughts on – this is something that really gets me triggered, this whole discussion. Um, so I might need to go to my safe place here in a minute. <laughs> Hashtag strawberries. Um, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on Raven fans booing? I, it doesn't matter to me. They got in the playoffs. You booed, they right? Lost money. Probably. They got in the playoffs when no one thought they should. Now all of a sudden they're struggling. And the game yes. struggling. First half, people are already booing. We talked about the numbers. They were really bad. Um, all right, but are you okay with that? With the booing? Yeah. People pay a lot of money to go to those football games. They can voice however they want. All right. Yeah. Josh, you okay with booing? They're paying yeah. those guys' salaries. Totally. Just like I was okay with the Chanton Flacco. I boo Oriole games all the time. If That's that's different. Why is it different? You would never, Bert, in a million years, wild card game, Orioles are in a one-game wild card, you would boo them? If no uh, chance. No chance. 
Anything oh, yeah. Baldo Jimenez gives up five runs in the first inning. Yeah, I'm booing him as he walks off the mound. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, right. If it's, if it, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if it's five nothing and a no hitter is going on. If they give up more than two runs in the first inning, right. I'm booing him. I don't know. In playoff game? In a one if game playoff game? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If it's back back to back home runs, and we, suddenly we went you're to down. the playoff game for the Orioles. I didn't hear any booing. The Wh- Orioles one. won. A <laughs> uh, big difference. I, I don't know if they would have booed. I think I booed uh, Jim Johnson when he he blew the lead against the Royals in Game One of the ALCS in 2012, 2014. But, but yeah, I, I boo people. I, I love booing Orioles. I mean, if I think most of the time they deserve it. There's something if you don't boo Chris <laughs> Davis, like you and I just don't agree on how we do fandom. If you don't boo Chris Davis, to me. If if you are an Oriole fan, like it's part of the pro, you, you have to boo. If, and if you're a player, you need to understand that. If you want the cheers, you've got to accept that. If you suck, you're going to get booed. With that said, we boo Chris Davis because he signed this huge contract. He's sucking the very life out of the franchise. Not his fault. Uh, all of it's his fault. No, no. But, Peter Angelos. Not his fault. He hey, could be a better he baseball sucks. player. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, yes, he Who's fault yes. is that? He sucks. You no, can take some tips he, from the hitting coach. No, that's his fault. The contract. Did he give back the money? No, no. The contract, Which I don't see takes. as his fault. Because, hey, if anyone gives me money, it? I'm going to take it, and I'll right. go deposit that check. Okay. The fact but that you he sucks on then. the field is, yeah, it was on him. Or you're going to get booed. Like, with that money comes responsibility. With that said, Josh, Lamar Jackson. I ain't gonna boo Lamar Jackson. I don't think a rookie quarterback. Were people booing Lamar Jackson, or do they you think were they Chad were? Flacco? You're telling me uh, they were yeah, booing Lamar? I, I don't know, but is that booing Lamar, or is that booing John Harbaugh? Are you flacking? Are you? Uh, are you Watch your Flacco? mouth. <laughs> Watch your flacking because, mouth. Because <laughs> you want Lamar to go bench himself, or because you want John Harbaugh to be a head coach and make a decision and make a move and change something up. Oh no! I I think they were booing Lamar. I think you. I mean, it goes me hand in hand. A bad play, and they're booing J- John Harbaugh. They were. I don't think that's the case. They've been praising. Bert, they've been the praising game. Lamar for six months. He's been on Twitter retweeting everyone. Every, everyone who calls him the king of the north. Uh, if he wants all of that praise, he's got to accept the boos as well. Right, but Josh, is it? I I agree. Like, and, and he, he had he, a QBR. Of he's a grown zero. man. He's okay. Zero. He's a rookie who got you to the playoffs when we shouldn't have been there, and you're gonna boo him. I, I, th- that sat with me a little bit. I I love booing. I'm I'm a big proponent of booing. I'm with Bert. You paid the money. Mm-hmm. Players have performed. You boo them. But a, a rookie quarterback, youngest quarterback to ever play, uh, play in a playoff game. It's not my fault that he's 21 game. years old. Yeah, I I don't yeah. like when people like, you sound like you're sympathizing. You know, and I hear it on Twitter on the fan base all the time. It's like, come on, guys, these guys are trying real right. hard. How can you boo them? That you never boo the whole team. Blah blah yeah. blah. These guys are out here trying real hard. I'm like, yeah, they are. You got they're t- grown men. You got to take the Michael Elias approach. They they're took, not people; they're numbers. They took a job where one of the stipulations is the people are going to boo you, and if you can't handle it, right. get another job. Yeah. Yes. The, but, the positives are you get paid millions and millions of dollars. The negative is you get booed. And if you need Twitter warriors out there to support you, like, please don't boo him. Right. Please don't boo him. He's a, he's a nice guy. If he's you wa- really trying. If you want to give me a raise, Matt, you can come to work with me, and whenever I screw up, you can boo me. But, no, but, but that's the thing. But, None of us took jobs where right, people come exactly. to office and boo us. Because right. I probably couldn't handle it. The reason, they, <laughs> well, And the reason these guys get paid millions of dollars is because people come to games to watch them, to cheer, or to boo them. Yeah. That... that $200 ticket seat is paying part of his contract. So if it's a boo or a cheer, that fan's got that right. I agree the fan has the right. I'm not saying they should be kicked out. But I'm just saying the difference between a 5 a five and 11 team, the quarterback's playing bad, boo them till you're blue in the face. This is a team that got to the playoffs. The main guy who got you to the playoffs when you weren't supposed to be there no, that's got the you defense. to the playoffs, and that's who you're booing. I, I wouldn't even put all that much stock into it because you got right. a stadium full of 70,000 people. Well, half until of them the third quarter. I was going to say alcohol. They're lit out of their minds, and they were amped up. They had Ray Lewis out there dancing in the pregame. People are losing their minds, screaming their heads off, and it's not going the way you wanted yeah. it to go. You're going to get ticked off, and you're going to boo. What, do you what are you going to do? You want us to like, put our hands in our pockets and right. keep our lips shut? What do you want, silence? Do you want, them, do you want Bert to be there yelling, good job, Lamar. You'll get him next time. Get him next time, big boy. No. What do you want? It's not the little league. We're squ- yeah, we're upset and we're making our emo- our uh, feelings now, heard. Now, if you're at like a high school game and you're booing kids, you've got a problem. <laughs> well, then they shouldn't play on the team. <laughs> <Right>. No, no. <laughs> uh, some some comments from the chat room. Mike, Michael Newman says coaching staff should have seen the Chargers coming in with a plan. We should have had a wrinkle. I think we all agree with that. 
Yeah. Or at least a at least something in our back pocket of hey, if this doesn't work, here's how we're going to adjust. Um, John says Lamar bad coaching worse. All right, we can debate like what was worse. I think it's a fun debate. They were all bad. Let's do degrees of worseness. That's a fun debate to have. <laughs> um, Let's assign it a number. John says Marty must go. Oh, here here's a good one. Um, not that Marty must go. Is, it was a bad one. I think that's a good one. Keep them coming, John. Um, Stone Felt says, I expected some bobbleheads on the set since today's National Bobhead Day. Today's Bobble National Bobblehead Day? I did see yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't know that. And Josh, you've got, got one, you on got set. one right over there. We got a, a Kevin Gossman bobblehead. This thing is a bit, uh, that's the only one that's within reach. A little bit weighty. That's a uh, Game of Thrones coming back in a couple months. Yeah. Uh oh. What? Kevin's been left alone in the stadium. <laughs> The the uh the, Bur- I don't get that the, the Braves did a Home Alone parody with Kevin Gaussman. Oh really? As they, as Kevin got left behind in in the stadium and he's like cute, playing cute. with all the Yeah, buttons. they did a good job. Yeah, it was cute. That's cute. Yeah, it made me cry. It must be fun to have a good baseball team. Yeah, and, and, and good a good PR team and good pitchers like Kevin Gaussman. Why can't we right. get pitchers like Kevin Gaussman? Yeah. Oh wait a minute. Mm. Uh, all right. So, oh the other thing is, booing's one thing. Leaving early is another thing. Yeah. Oh, there was <laughs> yeah. a stream of fans, a 20-3 to playoff game in the third quarter. There was a steady stream yeah. right. of pee in the urinals and fans leaving the stadium. Both those things were going A lot of beer being drunk yeah. and fans leaving. Well, you know, yeah. And that's so a, lot why, of, a lot of streams going on. Well, and that's on. why until, like, because of all that beer in the stadium, until about 20 minutes ago, Bert didn't realize he left early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know I left early. I just didn't realize how early. Uh, it was the fourth quarter. I'd seen enough. And Isn't I think that kind just, of outrageous? They were only playing. You, now that's you missed. You missed the only had, excitement in the game. I had zero faith that they were gonna. They were down by two scores with th- that much time left and as much football as but I'd Lamar's seen. I didn't boy. see two scores happening. Yeah, he's my boy. He's gonna be my boy for the next five years at least. I'm just saying, and I, and I know everyone knows this is a baseball town more than a football town. But I, I tell you what, uh, Kit, can you imagine? Even if it's ten uh, nothing, anyone leaving early for a Orioles playoff game, it wouldn't happen. Oh, it would happen. Oh, you it kidding? would not happen. Uh, ten to nothing. Went, ten nothing. No, no one's leaving. I, no one's leaving. No one's. Are you leaving. kidding me? Because here's, game? because no one's leaving. Because ten here, to nothing. Yeah. yeah because here's the town. difference. No one's leaving. But that's the difference. The difference is because football is a time game, and baseball is an is an outs game. So baseball, it can be the bottom of the ninth, two outs, and you can come back. You can score ten runs. You, you, Where football, you guys you are delusional if you think there's not people leaving an Orioles playoff game when it's ten to nothing. Not not the numbers that left the not the percentage yeah, that like left. Bert, you probably leave, but I'm just saying. oh, I definitely would, and I would not be alone. I would be in that steady stream going to pickles to uh, drink cheaper beer and watch the end of the game out there. Speaking of which, especially if it's after the seventh inning, they won't even give you beer at the Orioles game. I, I was, it's true. I was thinking about this with jo- Josh comments where they ruined John Harbaugh, which is a dumb thing to say. But you, you, the great thing about baseball is, you know, yeah. what you can do with baseball, you can't do with football. Baseball, you can differentiate a lot more than than football because you know the pitcher's in the mound, and he gets pulled, and it's right, one guy at a every time. Every batter at plate, so you can boo that one batter right, rather than without booing, right. booing the whole team. Yeah. Where when you boo a football, it's the football, whole team. You're like booing the whole. Right, offense. you can't you can't turn to the guy next to you and say, "No, I'm booing Orlando Brown." Right. Yeah, yeah, like James Hurst is really who I'm getting at. Right. I might I might have been booing, but I was booing at Kenneth Dixon, yeah, exactly. not Lamar Jackson. Yeah, where I, baseball you can single out people you want to boo. Oh, my, the best. Is booing a pitcher when he walks back to the dugout because he's obviously blown the game. He's yeah. screwed up something, yeah. and it's all his fault. I don't know. What about booing a pitcher when they're running down the orange carpet? That's my favorite boo. Mm. Sorry, Kelly Greg. Oh, I was thinking when we they booed uh, Hyunsu Kim running down the orange carpet. Oh, I forgot that he got booed too, but he's not a pitcher. Oh yeah, that was a different. That was yeah, a different yeah. boo. And that wasn't a loud boo. That was. Yeah, that wasn't as loud as the Kelly Greg boo. Not Kelly Gray. Kevin Gray. Kevin Gray. Kelly Gray's <laughs> the lineman. Was a, yeah, a nose tackle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we, they did play in Baltimore. So we did our picks this week. We started picks last week. Yeah. Thursday night? Yeah. And uh, they're brought to you by Loop League, who will we'll play the little Loop League commercial in a moment. But how did you guys do? Because I only got two right. <laughs> I only got one right. I only got one right. All right. We, so, we were all terrible, so don't listen so to I'm us. Not, I'm not so quitting I'm my now winning, job. I'm now winning the picks. But – uh. Maybe maybe we can come back this week since you know what this week we won't have the no more emotional ties. And you know what this week I'm doing? What's that? I'm taking a page out of George Costanza. I'm gonna do the opposite. 
Yeah, yeah. Whatever I think I want to pick with, All right. I'm doing the opposite. So I'm thinking the Colts, so I'm going Chiefs. Exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> Do the opposite. All right, so like I said, it was brought to Loop League, so check them out. Section 336 playoff picks are brought to you by Loop League. Your fantasy football season just ended, but not if you have Loop League. Loop League is a year-round fantasy sports platform that allows you to merge together events from a multitude of different sports into one comprehensive fantasy league. Take your fantasy football league and continue it into playoff picks or join us in a few weeks for our Super Bowl prop bets. Check out loopleague.com and give them a follow and like on Twitter and Facebook. Loop League, because fans have no offseason. All right, so we, we established kind of what... The, the Ravens game. that This kind of puts it to bed. This Ravens game's over. Yep. This Ravens season's over. Um, I know every kind of Baltimore fan's eyes points towards this next Orioles season. We'll spend the next, you know, however many weeks four, talking about the Orioles. Four, five, six, seven, Getting 12 weeks. Yeah. Or three years. Yeah. Um, yeah, next five years. Um, or could turn into 14. We've seen that before. Um, but, but let's talk about the immediate horizon for the Ravens. After this end, are, do, are you guys optimistic, pessimistic? And they got some decisions to make on kind of both I, defense and offense on where they want to go with this. All right. Where do you want to start? You want to start quarterback? You want to start head coach? Yeah. You want to start okay, okay. Do team you want, general? If, if you want to talk about – we can talk about the, the coaching staff. All right. Well, I think it's very interesting right now the John Harbaugh conversation because I, I was one of the guys who was excited about the John Harbaugh extension – but I was telling you guys, you have so, I wanted flip-flopped so much in this John Harbaugh thing. What are you I talking about? I have never flip flopped. I have always wanted John Harbaugh to stay. I wanted Harbaugh gone. Didn't you say during the game yesterday, like this could be this after the game? Fired for not after the Flacco? game. I said that you might want to reconsider it after him not flipping the yeah. not not making a move because I think yeah, not yeah. making a move in yesterday's yeah. game is huge. And if you're not going to make that move. What else are you doing? What's the head coach's responsibility if it's not to make a big move when it's needed? But I got thinking today, and it made me wonder if the whole John Harbaugh extension coming out right before the Chargers game, you know, big game going in, how much of that was a, a little phone call from Steve Bichotti saying, hey, John, Lamar, uh, Joe's done. Lamar's your guy for the rest of the season. Keep Lamar in there, and we're gonna, we'll work out the extension. Because going into that Chargers game, it was the same conversation. If we fall behind, does Joe come in? Right. But we never did. But we never did. Yeah. And then we didn't against the Browns. And we've, here we had an opportunity. We've been ahead since Lamar's been here. Right. Yeah. So here's the first time that we've seen it approach. And it made me wonder if someone above John Harbaugh said, you got to stick with Lamar. I don't think sticking with Lamar was that egregious. Like, I think it was debatable either way. Right. But, I mean, it, 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 the timing just seemed... Like, all right, maybe that explains some time. So, are you okay with keeping John Yeah, uh, John I, I am. I, I think John Harbaugh – I like John Harbaugh. I, I think that was a stupid decision to make yesterday, but I like him. I was pushing for him before the extension. I believe I texted you when he got the extension, and I was still pro then, thinking this is a good move. Yeah, awkward timing. but Right. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I like it. You, you've been hating on John Harbaugh yeah, for a long time now. Yeah, I think John Harbaugh should be thanking his lucky stars that Lamar Jackson went 6-1 and one to end the season. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise he'd have been gone. Yeah, right. When Lamar does well, everyone praises Lamar. When he does poorly, everyone blames John Harbaugh. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a coach, I guess. <laughs> that's what you get for time. And, and I, I just want to reiterate, the Orioles should have fired Buck Showalter after he didn't put Zach Britton in. <laughs> that is on the record. I've said it before. I don't think last year would have happened. The embarrassment, we all could have saved ourselves a lot of embarrassment if the— If they just uh, fired him. Angelus had some balls and fired Buck Showalter after that wild card game. Now, back to the Ravens. Um, you Har- think this team would be better off without John Harbaugh going forward? I don't know. It's hard to say. Bringing a little more it's of a, a Lamar it's, guy. It's a, it's a massive risk because you saw what six-something head coaches were let go There's after week 17. Eight. eight. There's eight And for the most openings. part, they were garbage coaches anyway. Right. Uh, if Harbaugh had been let go at the end of the season, he would have been the biggest name on those coaches well, released. And in many yep. ways, he is still the biggest name now while they're talking about the possibility of trading Harbaugh for draft picks that the Ravens don't really want to keep Harbaugh around that Harbaugh doesn't want to stay. So trading him to a team for draft picks, which seems odd to me. Yeah, it's a thing. It's been done a couple of times. No, he, I mean like, that's like something people in Baltimore are talking about. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. first I'm here. I don't think any, I've heard that too, but I don't think anyone takes that report seriously. I think it's, it's so honest. rare that a head coach gets traded. Was it John, well, Gr- to John and Gruden? That's what, and that's what I was saying. It, it happened to John Gruden. It happened to Bill Belichick. Mm. 
he was traded to the Patriots. But so it happens, but I can't figure it out because to me, the head coach has to approve that trade. Right. And why would you approve to be traded to a bad team that's now losing two big draft, draft picks? Yeah. So I how agree. are you going to rebuild a team with less draft picks? It doesn't yeah. make sense. When you can to just me. leave next year and just go there. Yeah. Yeah. With, with those draft <laughs> picks. I agree. It doesn't make sense. It never made sense to me. And that's why people still talk about it. But I, from Jump Street, I was like, no, this doesn't make sense for anyone. Um, I, I have trouble talking about offensive coordinators. I know there's a ton of football experts out there who can tell you this offensive coordinator is better than the other one. But I feel like kind of like a hitting coach and pitching coach. I'm not exactly sure what they do. And there's so much kind of nuance about what they do that I feel like is I don't pick up on. So I feel like I have trouble judging offensive coordinators and defense coordinators. I can tell you the defense this year is a lot better uh, under Wink than it was under DPs because they're more aggressive. And I can tell you what happened in the playoff game versus the Chargers was almost inexcusable. And I feel like someone has to be be blamed for it. And Marty Morningwing seems like the right. pretty easy scapegoat. But at the same time, I see Marty and I see what he's how he's turned him. He's worked with uh, Lamar and turned the offense around to get that winning streak to get into the playoffs. So I kind of want to give Lam- give Marty more time with Lamar. Um, yeah, but a lot of people say that's yeah. credit to Greg Roman uh, because he brought that yeah, offense uh, from Kaepernick and the 49ers. Yeah, but you know, you know, who, you know where Marty came from. He was Michael Vick's coach. Yeah. So if you want to do a comparison, and but, Greg Roman's the line, the offensive line coach, right? Uh, I think he's assist offense. He's assistant offensive yeah. coordinator and also tight ends coach. I think. Okay, tight ends. All right. Yeah. No. And I think if Marty left, I think Greg Roman's probably would be announced as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. So I I don't know, and I I know that what I don't want to do is lose um, uh, wink. And I think I think Wink might be going out now and doing some head coach interviews. Oh, really? I mean, why wouldn't you? This defense has been so good this year. Why wouldn't you reach out to and him? And there's plenty of vacancies. When there's eight vacancies. Yeah. So I hope we don't lose him. As far as on-the-field personnel options, what would you like to see the Ravens? Um, I know there's a couple questions about, will Weddle come back? Will Tug come back? they got to make decisions with, with uh, John Brown. Right. Um, so they have a lot of decisions. Um, what do you think – Kind of Lamar Jackson needs, or this team needs to take that next step with Lamar Jackson. Go young, I, as yeah. much as it would pain, because I like uh, Eric Weddle, and obviously Terrell Suggs is a Hall of Famer. Uh, you know, unless they're coming back with team friendly deals, you I, got to move on. It's, I, it's, you yeah. got to go younger. I think Weddle. There's so much depth in that secondary right now that I think Weddle is too expensive to keep around. But Suggs, I think Suggs, you get on a team friendly deal. I think you get Weddle team friendly deal too, right? Maybe, maybe if they're both looking at like I don't want to start say, over again. Yeah, I mean, then in that case, like six million. I think, if you say, oh, we'll come back for you know three I mean, and a half. We saw Weddle when CJ Mosley got hurt. We saw Weddle take up the green dot and, and kind of lead that defense. So right. I'd love to take have both up the those. green dot. <laughs> I, I I'd love to see both those guys back doing some <laughs> <Boys> <laughs> leadership. Green dot. I got it. <laughs> So, but yeah, they would both be great veteran presence. Jimmy yeah, Smith, I think, is gone. He's too expensive. Yeah, that's the that, guy that you're going to lose. No, I think that's all yawn, pointless. Here's what I think they need to do because I think the defense will be good next year. And I don't know where you get uh, wide receivers. You're going to have to draft them. Well, I don't think you need wide receivers either. I don't think you need. I think defensively, <laughs> you're fine. I don't think you need wide receivers because Lamar. Because all you need is him. Lamar. You don't need anyone else. Lamar. No, you know what you need? An offensive line. No, you know what you need? Well, yeah, you need offensive line. But you know what else you need? Hmm. <laughs> what do, here comes the joke. What do you need? What no, do you it's need? not a joke. I'm serious. If I was a Ravens, here's the one what? position I would target. Tight end. And type of player I would target. Because you got like 12 of them. Yeah, no. A dynamic pass-catching running back. We got a bunch yeah. of guys who can, you know, grab the handoff. Well, and that's... But I, I need an Alvin Kamara. I don't want to say Saquon Barkley because, you know, hey, he's uh, elite. What's the guy down in Miami? Uh, Justin Fournette? Fournette? No, not just no. Fournette. He was former. No, Leonard, no. Leonard, Leonard Fournette Leonard, Jacksonville. Leonard, oh, Jacksonville. Fournette. Jacksonville. Yeah, but he even he's not great with the – I don't think he's great with the pass catching. Like, are we asking you, uh, you want You want a Danny Woodhead. No. 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 I'll tell you what you get. Alvin Kamara. That's what I want. Alvin Kamara. Alvin How about Kareem Hunt? That type of player. He's, <laughs> a, he's available. He's a great pass catching running back. That's what right. I want the Ravens to get. That All right, Kareem Hunt. That's that's what we're going <laughs> right? on. Because we, we got the – I just think that would complement what Lamar Jackson does so well. To have a guy who can 
who can catch and make yeah, plays. Yeah, a guy um, that you can run the screen with. Yeah, or wow. and and make the play action go even yeah, more. Yeah, and and Dixon and and Gus Edwards, they're very downhill right. power guys. You see Dixon make that big catch on what, um, unbelievable play of Lamar Jackson, where he threw the uh, you know broke out tackle and threw that big play to to Dixon, and Dixon was had like five yards on the dude and couldn't outrun him. I was like, get right. out of here. We we need some a speedy pass catching. No, pass. that's true. A good, um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that that would be my number one what, thing for this Ravens offense. Yeah, I don't know the state of Alex Collins's contract, but I see no reason to bring him back. I think you can bring him back for like two million dollars. Uh, but do you why? When he, why not give Gus Edwards a little bit? Well, I and see, and he's yeah. going to even cheaper, and he's the same type of runner up the middle. Well, no, I think Alex Collins is more shifty than Gus Edwards. Yeah, but you don't, don't need that shiftiness if you're going to bring in this pass-catching guy. Well, yeah, if you're bringing another really good running back, I don't think you need Alex Collins or Gus Edwards. Get it rid of all of them. Right, sure. But, but two guys I mean, and an offensive line. Play eight. I mean, who was, I mean, who was Gus Edwards anyway? No no one ever heard of Gus exactly. Edwards. Exactly, he's no one. Just a big guy. He's, he's a big guy who can run downhill. Yep, right. Which I bet Mark Andrews could play that exact same position. He's about the right size. A little tall. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, he was, I guess that was, he, he wasn't even drafted. Yep. Um, undrafted guy. But anyway, uh, so I think that's what I like to see the Ravens do. Give me a dynamic pass catching, speedy running back. I'd like, I would like the them to this offseason make a splash with a move like that. When was the last time the Ravens, was it Bolden? The last time they brought in like a big guy? Steve Smith. Yeah, maybe Steve Smith. I mean, and I, and I get you're right. No, we're not going to get a big name wide receiver here because they're not going to want to come here. So they, we're going to come here to die. And why right. would we waste our money on it? Right, exactly. So Jeremy we're not going to spend money Mike on that. Wallace. So we're going to bring back Chris Moore and some other wide receiver. We, I don't know what Crabtree's draft. contract situation is, but I would like to see Crabtree back. Why? He all he does is drop the ball. Yeah, I know, but he's he's better than. I, I think his contract might be up. Yeah, I don't, we have to I'm look at sure. that with John Brown. How much he'll cost? I mean, yeah. all this stuff goes into. Maybe we can get Richard back. It goes. It gets into really complicated <laughs> territory fast because it's like dead money. Well, yeah, that's where the salary NFL salary cap money. is way more confusing and uh, hard harder to do than baseball. Yeah, baseball spend, money spend, is pretty, spend, spend. Pretty simple. Yeah. 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 All right. That's. Anything is else is that show? is that how we're going to put the Ravens season to bed? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, that fourth eleven pass with seven minutes left was a really nice pass to Snead. Yeah, uh, Lamar Jackson <laughs> was pretty clutch in fourth down. In well, the fourth did, what was fun about that play to Snead is that when was you got like, nothing to lose. <laughs> well, yeah, and what was fun is that, that I think that's where the the uh, guy guarding Snead was like five yards ahead of Snead. And it was almost like he was playing for the standard Lamar throw it short pass. I mean, if you think about that game, though, fourth quarter, seven minutes to go. We're down 23 to three. Fourth quarter, seven minutes, we're down That's probably what I left. Yeah, that sounds about right. We scored two <laughs> touchdowns yeah. in five minutes. At one minute, 59 seconds, it's 23 to 17. In five minutes, we, we outscored them 14 nothing. In right. five minutes. Well, that's pretty impressive. And we had and Josh the, can prevent de- prevent defense. I don't care. That's still pretty impressive. It is. And and we had and, and we had the ball and had a chance for a miracle. Yeah. And, and we, magic. Yeah. And we did. That. I mean, if you had brought Joe Flacco in, I don't think it would do any better than go in the game. You get the ball back with a minute with a at that uh, with what a fifty five seconds. Yeah, left that's, or whatever that's was too left. late to bring. That's too late to make the switch. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if if Joe, if Flacco came in earlier, the best we could hope was to be in that situation. Give yeah, the game yes. Uh, yeah, probably a little bit more time on the clock, best situation. Because the the one thing about Lamar is the drives do take time. I don't think the result would have been different with or without Joe Flacco. I think actually the game's closer since Lamar stayed in there. Yeah, so and, well and again, I, I think that's, I'm with you. that's deceiving, and, but it gives you hope. Well, Josh, it gives you hope, but it, he showed he could make the play, he could make All the right. throws, even the guys were open. I yes. didn't know he could do that. <laughs> but but only in the middle. He can't throw down the sidelines, I which has been the, the issue. The touchdown to Crabtree, the first touchdown was down the sideline. All right, fine. He got one. I'll give you that. Uh, the second you're touchdown right. was on the sideline. But too. as you said earlier, you're right. The fact that that saved <laughs> the offseason yeah. was, was that little two minutes. Yeah. And at, at the end of the day, at the end of the season, he was the only rookie quarterback in the playoffs this year. 
and he's not there because Joe Flacco got us close enough and then he took off from there. No, Joe Flacco got us below 500 and Lamar took us to the playoffs. The defense. And Lamar. Defense, same yes. with – that's the reason same, – same reason that the Bears are there, same reason the Cowboys are in the playoffs. Uh, Seahawks, like, all the defensive the, the teams de- all got defense, knocked out this And the weekend. defense was that good, and the defense was that good because they were only on the field yeah. for no, definitely. 25 minutes of the definitely. game. Definitely, that helps. And, the, and that's because of and Lamar. And the rotation, sure. No, Lamar has definitely helped the defense. The defense is better but it because was, of Lamar. It is interesting to look back in this weekend, and we went into these playoffs as, all right, defenses are coming back and making an impact, and all the big defensive teams got knocked out on – this weekend, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could argue the Cowboys are good defensively, but yeah, yeah, not. That's yeah. It's a it's a fair point, and the I guess the Eagles maybe are good defensively. I don't really understand what happened. No, that that's game. Nick Foles' it's, magic out there. Yeah. <laughs> but that, he he wasn't great. Really. No, he somehow won. Um, crazy. Are we wrapping up? Yeah, wrap I want to share a little story real quick. Okay, a little, uh, little story time. I was. Uh, we'll end the show with story time with. Bert. I missed the last few weeks because I was in Florida over the holidays, and uh, we were at Disney's Hollywood Studios and. For listeners who are familiar with Walt Disney World, you know that uh, there's cast members, the employees at Walt Disney World. You'll sometimes see cast members who are dressed in what they call the plaids, these red, reddish plaid uniforms that just scream that they're more important than some of the other cast cast members. (laughs) The guy wearing the plaid is more important than the guy pushing the button on the teacups ride. Uh, So especially at the holidays, you see a lot of these plaid cast members around. And so every time I do, I pay close attention because they're usually – um, handling a celebrity, v- oh. VIP, if you will. And I saw one of these plaid cast members at uh, Hollywood Studios a few days uh, after Christmas, and they were escorting Mickey none other Mouse. than Cal Ripken Jr. Oh, my. And the whole band of Ripken kids and the Iron Man. The Iron Man himself, Cal Ripken Jr. <laughs> the, kid, the kids, aren't they like 30 now? Yeah, they were grown. But they, his son, Ryan Ripken, is forty seven years yeah. old. No, he's yeah. not. <laughs> he, he doesn't even isn't isn't he, he is, in the Nash, Nats? He is a spitting image of Cal Ripken Jr. when uh, on his nineteen eighty eight baseball card for the Orioles. It was unbelievable. But all the blue eyed Ripkins walking around Walt Disney World with this uh, cast member, and uh, and Cal Ripken's walking around like uh, he like a normal guy, no ball cap pulled low, you know. Well, it's Every, kinda, you can't really hide your Cal Ripken. But but nobody else even right. noticed it was him. Did you walk up? Except to him? for me. Did you walk up? He to walked him? right past no me. No way. They were moving quickly. I feel no. like Cal Ripken has, and maybe I'm biased here, but he's a big guy. He's you very can't tall. Miss him. His head stuck above everybody. He's just got it. I mean, he's but been see, on so many milk commercials. I feel like that's like one of the most recognizable faces out there. I agree. Yes, but isn't isn't Disney World just filled with like foreign people? <laughs> people from all over the country. <laughs> if it, it was interesting to me. In that, I, I said to Laura as he walked past, I was like, "I guarantee, almost every single person in this theme park knows who Cal Ripken is, but he's walking yeah. around right through here, and but why, nobody even is why, noticing that." Why didn't you go up to him? This is like this is like the Super Bowl, and our dad constantly saying how he ran into John Travolta, yeah, yeah. but he didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. He well, just like saw I, him from the minute I saw it was him. He walked right past us, and then I. Nudge Lauren, I'm like, that's Cal Ripken. Look, there's Cal Ripken. That's his son. That's his daughter. They're all together. And he's 50 yards down the did way you yell, there. Did you yell Cal? No. I'm not, I don't want to be obnoxious. Did I, you Did you, Did you? you yell Kevin Costner? No. That would be even worse. That's something Josh would do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not going to talk trash to Bert because I was in a small gymnasium with Cal Ripken when he, uh, his son, Ryan, was playing art school ACS, my high school. And I was teaching there, and I was in the stands, and Cal Ripken was a few rows up from me, and I didn't say anything to him. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't like you. Well, uh, and to, uh, to, and by the way, Ryan Ripken is with the Orioles organization now. Oh, I thought really, he was with the Nationals. He was drafted by the Nationals initially, but he's with the Orioles now. To uh, a little tack on to the end of that story, because that was a really awesome story. Um, <laughs> Bert Story Tom is back with a vengeance, baby. Yes. Fast forward a few days, we're in Epcot, where. Cal Ripken Jr. is one of the featured readers of the Epcot Christmas Candlelight Processional. Is he a good reader? Well, and if I, w- I was doing this show, Section 336, two years ago when we saw Cal Ripken do the I, exact same thing. Ryan really does look like his dad. Doesn't he? He's in Delmarva now. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot more hair, though. <laughs> of course. We're, we're acting like we're surprised that a son who plays the same sport as his dad looks like his dad. Yeah. I mean. Uh, so this is actually two Sundays ago when the Ravens were playing the Browns and kickoff was at four o'clock. We were at Epcot for five o'clock Cal Ripken candlelight processional. So I'm sitting there in the auditorium 
watching the Ravens game on my phone with Cal Ripken just a few feet away from me reading the Christmas story out of the Bible to me. <laughs> I was like, when is this That's ever going to happen where I can watch a Ravens game while Cal Ripken is reading the Bible to me? This yeah. is, this is, let me just die right heaven. here. Yeah. I mean, and I'm in Epcot. I, I, if I croaked over dead right there, I'd, I'd die a happy three, three, six. And then you'd have your, your own candlelight procession. <laughs> so was, yeah, it was a good time. It's, uh, it's always fun to go visit Disney world and, and Florida being proud to represent your home team. I still wear Orioles gear down there when we're terrible, but when we're good, when the Ravens are headed to the playoffs, when you're seeing Steelers fans walking around with their heads down, uh, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I heard I heard on the on the news that Disneyland, which is in the, California. In California. Yeah, I'm familiar. But that Disneyland for the second time this year is raising their ticket prices to Disney World. I mean to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So now it'll cost um over 100 bucks for a kid uh, to go your thoughts in the one in florida is over a hundred dollars just for a day really? yeah if you go for a second yeah, day. I, I think that's like Even normal for a big um, amusement park yeah yeah okay. uh, maybe you can go to six flags yeah. for 79 dollars. get maybe. out I'm, I'm taking the girls no in like way. two weeks you know how much it costs well i know disney was insane why would disneyland be different no but he was talking about six flags over here oh, okay. six flags so it costs <laughs> Fifteen dollars, six flags. No, 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 no it's, like, it's, like, it's like sixty bucks. I bet it's at least sixty bucks. And yeah, yeah and you not, go not to, if you get the Pepsi, you peel off the pe- Pepsi. Yeah, you got to go to Safeway and get and the get, buy one get one. Yeah, five dollars. No, no, they're like sixty bucks. Oh, okay. Just ask Siri. I, I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been to the music park. It just seems a little much. Take a family of four, a good time, six hundred mm. bucks. Yeah, I'd rather take them to the Shorebirds. Well, yeah, ba- and, that's, and, that's and, and they'll be thanking, right. thank you, Daddy, for this wonderful minor league baseball game. Right. And I'll have five hundred fifty bucks just to put in my pocket. You need to rethink things, Bert. You I need don't to know. Rethink things just, big so, time. just so you, you know, there's, you, there's no need you have to t- ever take five hundred and fifty dollars to a minor league baseball game. I think for that money, you can walk away with a player. <laughs> Maybe. So I was uh, this weekend helping Emma with her history project. And she's doing this whole tragedy to triumph thing. And she's doing it on the Baltimore Colts leaving as the tragedy for the city of Baltimore. And then the Ravens coming back and winning the Super Bowl as the triumph. Did she come up with that, with that herself? No influence from you? Uh, oh, no. She, she came. <laughs> well, somewhat. What? She wanted to do a history project that wasn't like, you know, your boring history book thing. So she was yeah, asking me for boring, ideas. Right, so yeah. I gave her and some Josh, ideas. by the way, is doing a similar project at the same time. His focus on the tragedy is Joe Flacco no longer the Ravens quarterback. Yeah. Since right. He's doing it. Right. No, yeah. Meanwhile, Bert's working on the tragedy and the triumph is the Lamar. The triumph Lamar Jackson. Yes. Yeah. We're, yeah. Doing, we're doing the project together. <laughs> 2018 was a tragedy until the triumph of Lamar so, Jackson came along. No, I wanted her to do uh, Cal Ripken, and I wanted her to do the tragedy, not of Kevin Cosner, but of <laughs> He will not tragedy. let the Kevin Cosner thing no, go. The tragedy of the uh, strike year okay. and how Cal Ripken kind of saved baseball. Mm-hmm. I tried to get her to do that. Oh, just she cause, preferred because Josh wanted to use his news clipping when he yeah, got his the, picture. In the paper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Field agreed. But anyway, my question for you guys is: I was having this discussion uh, with with Stan over the weekend, and Stan the fan, yeah, and because Emma's like interviewing people who went through it because we were kids and stuff. But you know, we were at least Matt and I were raised to hate the hate the Redskins because they were stopping Baltimore from getting a team, and and all this. And I wondered. Now that the Ravens have been here for so long, do you think people are over the Colts leaving? Yes. I don't know. When I was thinking about that, he, she, she interviewed Stan the Fan. I remember when he was on our show, I feel like you could ask Stan the Fan a question, <laughs> go out and, and get a cup of coffee, come back 30 minutes later, and he'll just be wrapping up the question. <laughs> was he like that way with Emma? No, he was good. You had Emma interview Stan the Fan? Emma, Emma, yeah, it's her project. Good for her. Yeah. No, uh, no, we, we love Stan the Fan. I think he's great. Uh, Stan, but, but, Stan's going to come on in a couple weeks, I, right, I, before, right before mirror. spring training. I love that mirror. But but no, I, I when I was growing up, I had a Deion Sanders jersey because there was no Ravens. So I loved love Deion Sanders. But I, I think with the older generation, um, there definitely still is those feelings. I remember getting a Redskins uh, football for a birthday present, like right after they won the Super Bowl, like 90, 90 91, 92, something like that, whenever they won the Super yeah. Bowl. And remember being told to throw it in the trash. Yeah, because yeah. our dad still remembers when, when, right. when the Colts left. Like, I wasn't even born when the Colts left. you so. got to be over 40 to even care about the Colts at this point. I, yeah. Well, the yes. Baltimore Colts. Yes, that's almost us. Yeah, We're but I, don't really, I was four when they left. I have no ties yeah. other than yeah, right. what my parents have told me. Yeah. So I don't I care. I was in utero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
feel like the same people who are probably still screaming about the Baltimore Colts are the ones screaming to build the wall. <laughs> I, th- I think that's two different people. I think with the uh, I love the, Colts, <laughs> the Colts people are the people the still cheering on the show title. I'm just saying it's a right. different generation. I feel like I feel like if we get right, we build the wall. Build the wall should be our show title, and no one should have health insurance. <laughs> Per, you should do a political podcast. Yeah. I should. I'm very uh, should. knowledgeable. Because I'm tired of your political, your, your politics creeping into this podcast all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so right, now, now that you got the Joe Flacco Lamar discussion down, you can handle anything. Yeah, that's right. Tune in next week when Josh and Bert discuss the wall <laughs> <laughs> and healthcare. All right, boys and girls, thanks for checking us out. Check us out on Thursday. Yeah, appreciate our, uh, we appreciate our time. We are the Panthers, and we run this town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, I did put them up on Twitter, but mostly on Facebook. They go on Facebook first. Yeah. So go on Facebook to see what we got wrong. And full disclosure, my picture is going to be who I want. That's how I roll. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll go with that one, too. Well, it didn't work out this way with the Raiders. Good job. Uh, you can check all of us out on Twitter. You can check out uh, Josh Burnham on Twitter for you, which is fun. You can check out. Check out. Right. But I really wanted to keep going from. Is it, I, real quick, I'm sorry, Josh. Uh, what, what happened yesterday after the game when I got in a Twitter beef with Josh is. Josh tweets this stuff all the time, and it drives me insane, and I usually just let it go. But yesterday, I was well, a little inebriated from the yeah. ball game, and I just couldn't hold my tongue. Was, or hold my thumbs. Uh-huh. I had to say something. I could no longer hold right. back. You, you found your Twitter password. Um, back to full force. All right, sorry. Back to this thing. <laughs> I know. Bert wanted to argue on Twitter. I just wanted to save it for the show. All right, boys. You can follow me on Twitter. at all this drama happening. You follow Bert Brody? At Bert Brody. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to remember. Right. So yeah, anyway. That's the only one with a screwed up Twitter name. Okay, Josh Roker, what's your Twitter? Uh, Josh Roker. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter at F-E-C-T-I-O-N-336. Yeah, section yeah. yeah. Or the show. Follow the show at section three three six show. Because that's where you can get the little notifications when we go live. And like us on Facebook. We uh, I think we're like nine hundred likes. Get us to a thousand. Okay. Thanks for boys and girls. And as always, go. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.